Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. Hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. I rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. We open our hearts to you, God, for your word. Help us to be doers of your word and not hearers only. We love you, Lord. We, your people, worship you. We praise you. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Well, uh, this morning I want to share with you just for a little while on the fear of the Lord. There's some topics I think we need to address. I, I don't, there's not a lot of preaching online about the fear of the Lord. And uh, things like holiness, you know, we, kind of, we tend to avoid it, but I don't think we should. It's some of the most important topics in the Bible. So let me just share for a few minutes on uh, some thoughts about the fear of the Lord. Because it involves us walking with him, submitting to him. In everything, putting him first place in our lives. You know, the best the best example that I have of the fear of the Lord is what I feel like God gave me this several years ago. He said, "What if you just find yourself driving, driving? You going to the grocery store? You going to work? You're just driving your car around, and you look in the rearview mirror, and all of a sudden you notice there's a policeman behind you. I mean, he's, he's not after you. He just kind of in his, in his tour of duty, he just kind of rolled in behind you. So what happens right away? Immediately you check your speed, you make sure you're driving safe, you make sure you signal every turn, make sure you make sure you stop at full stop at every stop sign, right? I mean, what is that? That's the fear of the law, of the law. And it's a good fear. And that's that's what the fear of the Lord, the fear of God is not that I'm afraid that he's going to do something bad to me, but the fear of the Lord is God sees me 24-7. He's with me. You know, the Bible says he knows my thoughts from afar. Even before I get a word in my mouth, he knows what, is it, what I'm going to say. But I, ha- I, I, need, I should live with a consciousness, with a conscious uh, that he's, he's with me all the time. He never leaves me and forsakes me. And I was thinking, when I was getting ready, I was thinking, there's a lot of things. Well, not a lot of things. I guess a few things. There's a few things that I did when, like, when I was younger, especially when I was in high school, that I didn't, I could have done something, but I didn't because I, I, I thought to myself, if my dad finds out, I'm grounded for life. Yeah. So I bet, so there's some things, the fear of being caught, the fear of people finding out, keeps, keeps, it's a good fear, keeps you from doing things. And that's what the fear of the Lord, <clears throat> that's what the fear of the Lord is. It keeps you straight, it keeps you honest. But how many times, how many times do we just, kind of ignore that. How many times have I done that? I've done what I wanted to do instead of what God wanted me to do. Anyway, so we'll look at it this morning for a little bit. There's a lot of scriptures in the Bible about the fear of the Lord. I'm just going to read a few, and, uh, and then we're going to receive communion this morning in the fear of the Lord. Praise God. Proverbs 23, 17.
Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. When I read this, I, I think most, I think particularly of younger people. People like in high school and people in college, that kind of, that kind of age. So many times, I think when you encourage kids to, to walk with the Lord, I think it's easy for a young person to look around at their friends who are doing, just partying and doing whatever, and thinking, you know, if living with God is boring, I can't do what everybody else is doing. And the Bible says, don't envy sinners. It's, 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 it, sometimes you do envy them. You feel like, well, they're, they're, they're not serving God. They're not living for God. And nothing bad is happening to them. But you haven't seen the end yet. Don't be jealous. Of, don't, be, don't be envy sinners. Don't be jealous of sinners. But, but live in the fear of the Lord always. You can't always do what your friend's going to do. You can't always go where your friend's going to go. You have, if you're going to walk with God, be, be conscious of the fact that you're a child of God and that God loves you. But there's so many scriptures in the Bible that, that tell you that God's going to bless you if you walk in the fear of the Lord. He'll absolutely bless you. But a lot of people live like God doesn't see or God doesn't care. We, can't take, we can never take a casual attitude towards serving God. We need to take him seriously because he is, the Lord, he is God Almighty. Look what it says in Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 11. Talking about the Messiah that's coming. And it says this in verse 1. Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse. And a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and strength. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. This is talking about when Jesus came. Now Jesus in his humanity. Not, 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 as, not as the son of God. But in his humanity. In his body. As he walks the earth as a man. One of the things that he'll be very conscious of. He'll walk in the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. It says in verse 3. And he will not judge by what his eyes see. nor make a decision on what his ears hear. So he's, God's, he's going to be a. As he walks the earth as a man. He's going to have the spirit of the Lord rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, and the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. He's going to, he's going to walk the earth in the fear of the Lord as a, God, as a Holy Spirit-filled man, obeying God, delighting in obeying him, delighting in submitting to him, delighting in doing his will every minute of the day. Now, some people say the fear of the Lord is to be in awe of him. Well, yes, that's part of it. And I was thinking, you remember at the Last Supper when, John, when Jesus said, someone's going to betray me? And the disciples kind of, they poked John. It said John was leaning on Jesus' chest. He, had, he, was, he loved him so much, he, he was just leaning on him. They said, ask him, ask him who it is. But at the Last Supper, John was, felt free to just lay his head on Jesus' breast. But in Revelation chapter 1, when John saw the risen Lord, the glorified Lord, the Bible says he fell at his feet like a dead man. And that's to be in awe of God. I think we, sometimes we just don't have a revelation of the majesty, of the greatness, of the power. When you know, Jesse DePlantis, God took Jesse DePlantis to heaven in 1988. I don't know if anybody ever heard his testimony, uh, Close Encounters of a God Kind. He said, but the throne of God, 
it's, it's, it's like there's, the, there's just power radiating from it. He described it like waves, like wow, just these tremendous waves of power coming from the throne of God. I mean, he's so awesome. The Bible says, so you can't look at his face. That's the way God is. And he's, he's God in heaven. And how dare we not serve him? How dare we not follow after him with all of our hearts? And it's a, it's a good kind of fear. Just like, you know, in the, God says, I, I, one of these days I feel like I want to preach on God as a jealous God. In, in, it says that in, uh, where is that? In Exodus chapter 34, the Bible says, God is a jealous God. Well, God is jealous. There must be a good kind of jealousy because God is not, would never sin. But there's a good kind of jealousy and there's a good kind of fear. There's a good kind of right. When the Gulf War started back in, the first Gulf War started back, was it 91 or something like that? My, my wife said she was praying about it and the Lord spoke to her and said, right makes, might makes right. So there's a good kind of... There's a good kind of jealousy. There's a good kind of fear to make to cause us to serve God all the days of our life. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. Turn with me to Proverbs, chapter, chapter one. There's a passage in Proverbs chapter one that's uh, I almost want to refer to it as a scary kind of scripture because it, we can see in it a real warning about how we live our life. In Proverbs chapter 1, I'll start in verse 20. I was just reading, was just reading this this week. Just, it just struck me. It says, Wisdom shouts in the streets. Proverbs 1 verse 20. Wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts her voice in the square. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the gates in the city, she utters her sayings. How long, O oh naive ones, will you love being simple-minded? And scoffers delight themselves in scoffing, and fools hate knowledge. So we're talking about the wisdom of God. It's not hidden somewhere. It's not in a closet. It's right out in the open. It says, wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts up her voice in the square. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the gates of the city, shouts are saying. So wisdom, it's like God is saying, wisdom is there. It's available. It's available. It's not hiding. It's not hard to find. It's, it's right there for you. Verse 23, turn to my reproof, he says. Behold, I will pour out my spirit upon you. I'll make my words known to you. If you turn to God, he'll, he'll, he'll reveal himself to you. But because I called, listen, here comes the, the sh almost the shocking part. Because I called and you refused, I stretched out my hand and no one paid attention. And you neglected all my counsel and did not want my reproof. Somebody who just, who just keeps walking in his way I'm going to do my thing. I want to live the life I want to live. I don't have to follow God the way he wants me to. You neglected all my counsel. You did not want my reproof. I will also, listen, I will also laugh at your calamity. I'll mock when your dread comes. When your dread comes like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me and I'll not answer. I thought, God, that, I, I don't want to be in that place. I don't, I don't want to come even close to that place. You'll call upon me and I'll not answer. They'll seek me diligently and they'll not find me. Why? Why will, why will, all, that, why will all that negative stuff happen in their lives? 
because they, did, they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They walked in their own way, doing their own thing. And God said, I, I sent reproof to them. Just like the nation of Israel and, and Judah. Israel had three kings that you, under the United Kingdom. Saul, David, and Solomon. And after that, they split. Ten tribes became the nation of Israel, and two tribes became what they called Judah. So there was Judah, and Israel immediately went into, went into a idol worship. And God, God in his goodness sent prophet after prophet saying, repent, repent, repent. But they wouldn't. They kept, and for, for a few hundred years, they kept, they kept saying no. And finally God said, that's it. You're going into captivity because you refuse to listen to me. You're breaking the covenant. It's too late. He took, he took, in, in, Jeremiah, in, the book, in Jeremiah's prophecy, three times God says to Jeremiah, stop praying for them. Don't pray for them anymore. They're going into captivity. Why? Because they didn't want to follow God. They didn't want to listen to his reproof. They didn't want to listen to his correction when it came. God loves us, and he'll bring, he'll bring correction into our lives. But if we refuse to be hard, if we keep being hard-hearted and refuse to judge correction, eventually something, something can happen. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would not accept my counsel, God says. They spurned all my reproof. So they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be satiated with their own devices. For the waywardness of man will kill him, and the complacency of fools will destroy him. But he who listens to me shall live securely and will be at ease from the dread of evil. So there's two contrasts. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to my reproof. When the Spirit of God starts dealing with me about something over and over and over again, I keep saying, no, 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 no. Eventually, something bad could happen. So that's why we want to be submissive to God. We want to do what he says to do. Follow him. Live the life he wants us to live. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, it says, Therefore, beloved, having these precious promises, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the, in the fear of the Lord. So God says we're to be a holy people, perfecting holiness in the fear, as the fear of the Lord leads us and guides us into the right way of living. I know this is not a happy message, but it's a, it's a, it's, I, I'm preaching to myself this morning as much as I'm preaching to anybody. Because I feel, I feel this uh, burden is not the right word, but I, I feel I'm very conscious of the fact that God, is, God sees me, God knows me, he's walked with me every, every, every step of the way, and I need to be obedient to him. I need to walk in the fear of the Lord so his blessings will come. Listen to some of the good things that happened to, to, because, of, because we walk in the fear of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 3 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Why? Listen, it will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Hallelujah. One, one thing that promotes healing in our body one thing that makes the healing power of Jesus flow into our lives is when we walk in the fear of the Lord. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. And then in Proverbs chapter 10 it says, The fear of the Lord prolongs life, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. So I want to live long on this earth. I'm not ready to leave. I just feel like God's getting ready to do some good things and I want to be around to see it. 
In Proverbs chapter 8, it says the fear, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. And it says similarly to that in Proverbs 16, it says by the, by the fear of the Lord, one keeps away from evil. Listen, Proverbs 19, verse 20. Listen to this. This is a great one. I like this one. Proverbs 19, verse 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. I think, praise God. When you go to bed at night, you just feel like I'm safe in the arms of God because I'm walking after him. The fear of the Lord leads to life so that one may sleep satisfied, untouched by evil. But the Bible says also in Proverbs 29, that the fear of man brings a sneer. So, you know, the apostle, Saul lost the kingdom because he feared man. God told him to, to do some things, and he, he disobeyed God. And God ripped the kingdom away from Saul and gave it to David because he wouldn't follow him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do what he said. In Genesis chapter 22... In Genesis chapter 22 is where, Abraham, where God spoke to Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac. It says, and I'll just start reading in verse 10. Abraham, he, this is when he's got Isaac on the altar and he's getting ready to slay him. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, here I am. He said, do not stretch out your hand against the lad and do nothing to him. For now I know that you fear God since you did not withhold your son, your only son from me. So Abraham was willing to, to even slay his, his, his son and to, stay, to do what God told him to do. He, did, he feared God more than he feared anything else. In, Hebrew, in Exodus chapter 1, the Bible talks about a king that did not know Joseph. And there's a, the Pharaoh in Egypt, remember he said, he told the Hebrew midwives, he said, if it's, when, you, when a baby is born, if it's a boy, kill him, do away with him. Remember, you remember that? Sipra and Pua. About 30 years ago, I heard Marilyn Hickey do a teaching on, this, on that scripture. And she said, put your right hand over your heart and say, I'll never forget Sipra and Pua. And from that day on, I've never forgot Sipra and Pua, the two Hebrew midwives. I don't know why that stuck with me, but it did. But, the Hebrew, they, but, but they disobeyed the king. When a baby boy was born, they, they didn't kill him. And the king came. The pharaoh said, why? Why aren't you doing it? And he said, oh, those Hebrew women, they're not like the Egyptian women. They just plucked those babies out before I could even get there. And you know what the Bible says? Because they feared the Lord. They feared the Lord more than they feared the king. And the Bible says that God established households for them because they walked in the fear of the Lord. In Acts chapter 10, is the story of Cornelius, a devout Roman soldier. And it says, Cornelius was a devout man, one who feared God with all his household. And God used him to bring salvation to the Gentiles. In Psalm 34, it 
is a familiar scripture in verse 8. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. And then it says, oh, fear the Lord, all you saints. For those who fear him, there is no want. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they who seek the Lord shall not want of any good thing. Come, you, come, you, you children, listen to me, and I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. But it says, come, you children, listen to me, and I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. We need to be taught the fear of the Lord so that we'll walk in it with all of our lives, all of our lives. And we have to choose to walk in, in the fear of the Lord. God, I choose to walk after you. I choose to submit to you. I choose to be the person you've called me to be. I choose to walk in holiness. I choose to not be like people in the world. I choose to walk in love. I choose to forgive my enemies. I choose, Lord, the fear of the Lord so, so, that, you, so that your blessings will flow into my life. And then I found scriptures on the fear of the Lord. There's several in Deuteronomy, in the Psalms and Proverbs. They're, all, they're throughout the Bible. In the Old Testament and the New Testament, talks, there's many, many scriptures that talk about walking in the fear of the Lord. And I love that scripture that I quoted earlier in 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Therefore, my beloved, having these precious promises... Uh, I lost. Oh, I quoted earlier. Now, I can, now yeah. let's, let us cleanse ourselves from all the defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. I want holiness in my life. I'm going to walk holy, but I'm going to live holy. I'm going to be the person that God called me to live in holiness because it's in the fear of the Lord. Because I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want my life to be displeasing to God. I want it to be pleasing. So how do, how does it come? I want to turn back to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter one. Proverbs chapter two speaks of How, it, how, how the fear of the Lord comes to us. It's my son, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commandments within you, make your ear attentive to wisdom, incline your heart to understanding. For if you cry for discernment and lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then, so all those things, it's, it's a seeking after God. Seeking after the things of God. I want to read that again. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands, you love, you're in this, you read the scriptures, you're in the Bible, you read your Bible so, so that you can do what the Bible says to do. If you make your ear attentive to wisdom and incline your heart to understanding, for if you cry for discernment, lift your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, this is someone who's going after it. They're not just casual about it. They're, they're seeking it with all their heart then you will discern the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. There's a, you know, there's a prayer that I pray over myself almost every single day. It's found in Colossians. It says, God, I, God, I pray you give me a spirit of 
you fill me with, I pray you fill me with the knowledge of your will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding that I might walk in a manner worthy of you, Lord, to please you in every respect, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. God, give me a spirit of wisdom in the knowledge of you that I might walk in a manner worthy of you, Lord. I want to walk in a manner where all my life to be counted as, as blessed, searching for him with all my heart. So I, I just want to put that out there this morning. Kind of a self-check message. I look at my own heart and I say, God, I want to be pleasing to you. I want to, I want to walk in the fear of the Lord so that, you, so that your blessings will flow in my life. Your wisdom will come. Healing will come. Everything that, that is rightfully mine will come in Jesus' name because I choose to walk in the fear of the Lord. I choose to remember that he's with me. He never leaves me or forsakes me. He's with me. It's like he's the same, in the same way that, the, that you drive different when that policeman's back in back of you. I'll, you. You can walk different because you know that God is right there with you, watching over you, watching everything you do. So I just put that out there this morning for us, for all of us, to, to desire to walk in the fear of the Lord and to do it with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Father, help us. Father, I pray for all of us that we would have a desire to walk in the fear of the Lord, to live in submission to you, live in holiness, to be the people you've called us to be, to be serious about our walk, to give it, to do everything we can to, be, to conform to your image in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.